Welcome back, everybody. This is episode four of the Instant Challenge podcast. And of course, I am Agent Meals. And I am Agent Maggie. And we are here for another week in the wonderful wide world of the challenge. Maggie, how's the season? We're five episodes in. We're five episodes in on the show, four episodes in on the podcast. How has this season been going for you? You know, we're still kind of early in it. I don't even think we're a third of the way through, but how do you how do you feel about it? I'm enjoying it, actually. I kind of like it. Um, I feel like the cast mm. is actually trying to to do uh, big moves. You still have some people who still try to use the same strategy and be the same game that they've been playing. And it's kind of funny to mm-hmm. see that get blown up in their face by these new people who are just like, nah, we're going to do something else. Absolutely. And I think honestly that's been a recurring thing for a lot of the um a lot of the latest seasons. I mean the things that we've been covered, why does tr- trucks have to show up behind me every time I record a podcast? Um I, I I just think just in general for even the seasons that we've covered, it's been something about the rookies or at least people just deciding, you know what, we need to get the champions out or we need to make big moves. Like we can't like slum around because if we continue to make the moves that we're making, eventually we're going to be on the bottom. And that's one thing that we cannot have. So I appreciate the political game of this season thus far. Um, I would appreciate some more like, you know, hookup drama thing. It seems like they're just kind of staying away from that. Yeah. I I noticed Um, that too. Like even with Lolo and Nam, we're very clearly, well, maybe not hooking up, but like, I guess, flirting i don't know what's going on there they're trying to make it a thing they're trying to make a thing happen they're trying to make a thing happen but unfortunately nam's like a zombie and doesn't really right and lolo is very i don't know i don't know about lolo she's a lot she's a lot at once she's doing the best she can she's doing the best she can (laughs) exactly she's doing the best she can i would like to see more relationships stuff show me cam and leroy let me see something yeah, I find it very, very hard to believe that you're in a house with a bunch of women and a bunch of men, and it doesn't even seem to... Well, I know there's stuff going down, but they're not showing us. Right, it makes it seem like and nobody's then, hooking up. And it's like, no, somebody's always hooking up. And then they're going to make us wait for a two-episode, three-hour reunion to be like, and we heard this, and we're going to show you some backstage scenes here. And I'm just like, why do you have to wait till the end to show it? Why couldn't you just showed it? And have been a talking point there. Maybe someone can get recasted on the show because they hooked up. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but with that, I mean, I think yeah, we're both enjoying the season. It's a, it's entertaining. It's kind of, um, gosh, I've been watching old seasons as of late just because I've found access to more of them. Um, and yeah, that's the only thing missing for me. I think the only thing missing is the relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. But let's get into this episode, Maggie. This episode, do we are we a fan of this episode? Are we not? How do you feel? Um, this episode, I I'm a fan. I am a fan. I will say that. Okay, it's not my, okay. one of my top episodes. I will say that, but I like what happened here. What what would you what what would have to kick it up a notch for you to be one of your top episodes? Because it just felt like you just convinced yourself that you liked it. <laughs> I think it's just because um, you know I have my favorites in the game already, 
And mm-hmm. whenever it's an episode centering my favorites, I'm automatically excited. This one was centered around someone who I don't particularly care for. So. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into that. Um, speaking of not particularly caring for, I think this episode, I mean, when it came down to the end of it all, we got an elimination between Anissa and Tori. This marks, I I feel like the third elimination in a row where friends have gone against friends. Mm-hmm. We had, uh, we had Wes and Devin, we had Fessy and Nelson, and now we have Anissa versus Tori. It's not really paying well to be friends in this damn show, apparently. <laughs> it's not, um, but I'm I really like it. <laughs> and the fact that so here's the thing, the fact with the rules that you can one hundred percent orchestrate that at any Big T. Now, Big T is not the most notable political player in the house, but the fact that she was able to orchestrate this entire move, um, mean it one it's it's much props to her for being able to orchestrate that but two it's like i feel like the game is too you can do a lot like you can essentially dictate who you want in as opposed to before were you able to kind of do like okay well you know losers in and then you figure out who's gonna go in against them but this week i think just in general it, it, it turned out well. We got a good elimination between Tori and Anissa. How did you feel kind of coming out of this episode with Tori? I mean, was it like a feeling of, all right, cool, ding dong, the witch is dead type of feel? Or do you feel any type of way particularly? How did you feel, Maggie? I feel like this This is this is a not, this is a recurring thing for Tori. I feel like we saw this with her and um Jenna in the previous season jenna? not jenna jenny jennifer whoever and <laughs> jenna it was definitely jenna she did go against jenny in the previous season but yeah she has also gone against jenna as well oh my god the barbie one <laughs> so jenna jenna, jenna absolutely jenna okay. go ahead so i feel like this this whole fall of tory thing because of her ego it's just it's time for a new a new strategy <laughs> That's all I have to say to Tori. I agree. I, I agree. I think she's attempting the strategy. It's don't get me wrong. It's a very good. It's a. It's a. It's a solid strategy. If you want to get a skull easy, you will go against someone that you think you can beat. Easy, right. said and done. It's the. It's everything that goes around it that she does that makes her an immediate target, and we saw it because the rookie girls. I mean, we're gonna get into this episode itself. Uh, I don't want to skip past the Fessy thing in the beginning because it's a continuation of the last episode, but I, I will just quickly. The rookie girls was like, yo, oh, I'm getting a call. Does my dad want to be on the podcast? No, he doesn't. I'm going to call him back. Um, <laughs> um, my dad would be like, what is your recording of what? Call me back. <laughs> um. But no, 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 no. The, I mean, the, the the rookie girls in this house, the itty bitty small committee, as they like to name themselves, um, they were like, yo, Tori's calling everyone weak. We should throw her in. Yeah. <laughs> they were not having it. They were We should tired. eliminate her. It, to me, all right, so have you ever been in a situation, and I'm saying this 
whether I'm asking you this half, like kind of knowing an answer, but have you ever been in a situation where you felt new to a situation and you felt that the, whether they're girls or older people felt a little bit of a, you felt like there was a little prejudice on you because you were new and you weren't experienced and you're coming into this whole, like, Oh, we've done this before. We don't really care what you kind of think. Have you ever felt that way? Ooh, have I? Let me think. I don't put myself in like competition spaces a lot. Um. <laughs> uh, but you just felt, have you ever felt slighted by someone for like you were new and someone. you felt slighted? <laughs> <laughs> felt slighted just because you were new as opposed to being like an actual person. You know, I'm going to say, yeah. When I worked at um, Forever 21, <laughs> it was basically high school. <laughs> basically high school when you're when you're the new person especially me who I'm pretty quiet and I don't really talk to people to begin with it was just Mm -hmm. like um it wasn't fun it it was high school it was not cute at all had to get out of there I agree I agree and now you're better than forever 21 shout out to them are they even still open no um they went bankrupt well actually I don't know if they're still open but they definitely went bankrupt and since I used to work there I keep getting these like summons in the mail because I think I'm gonna get like some sort of compensation (laughs) listen as you should as as you should why not reparations Um, and all that (laughs) um Gabby Gabby, Amber M, Amber B, and I'm going to call her Lieutenant Big T since she seems to be in charge of this entire thing. Um, says, hey, if we win, we're going big. Like, fuck that shit. Like, and they don't like being perceived as weak. And and, and Big T talks to CT and she's like, I want to put Anissa versus Tori. And CT's like, ooh, okay. Do you, sis? I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm, I'm following your lead. Can I just um, say the Big T CT partnership? Mm-hmm. I love it. 1,000%. I love them together. Mm. This is a good partnership. I was mad that CT curved Cam, but I really am enjoying CT and Big T. CT, in my opinion, and I'm being the absolute pessimist regarding this, is absolutely hamming it up. (laughs) I can see that. I can see that. Because he has a very likable partner and he's 100% going with the flow as opposed to someone who is a major target. He's like, I'm going to, the only way to treat this is to embrace this. Um, He doesn't have the best partner, which is fine in this game because likely if you have a good partner, you will be targeted. Ask Wes Mm -hmm. (laughs) multiple times. Um, So he's very much so, she's, I think, She's a smokescreen for all of this. She's essentially like, okay, to draw attention off of her, but also make people fall in love with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? But I agree that the CT and Big T, especially on this episode, it was very, very good. It was just their relationship, their their uh, teamwork and everything of the rather. It played out very, very well on this episode. Um, let's rewind a little bit. Fessy. So it's the aftermath of the Fessy elimination, and Corey is fucking pissed. <laughs> He's like, yo. Yeah. The fact that they're all wearing all black makes it a little bit more intense. Um, but He's trying to justify the move that he made, and no one is really trying to hear it. And it's honestly, it's been 
outside of the reality show itself, if you're watching all these challenge accounts and watching all these challenge circles, listening to podcasts, all this other stuff, it's kind of the same thing. Fessy for the last week has trying as much as he says he doesn't care what people have to say. He's been trying to defend himself for the decision that he made of throwing himself against Nelson, fully knowing that he was going against Nelson and knocking a friend out. He has said that Nelson was not my friend at the time. He says, I wanted to go in and get my skull. He says everything from the son of like, it wasn't even, I didn't know anything beforehand, et cetera, et cetera. And it's kind of the same thing here um, as he's arguing with Tori and then, not Tori, Corey, but of course also, if anyone's going to be speaking loudly in the house, it's going to be Josh. Josh decides to get up in the middle of this. Like, where did Josh and he come also... from? <laughs> like, he really said he wants to put Fessy in his place. I'm like, huh? Why do you get so much camera like, time? So annoying. Relax. I was, I was just like, wait. Why did you feel like you needed, but you couldn't have had your own separate situation? And then later in the episode, he's like, he's teamed up with Fessy and Casey because they're still the big brother lines right. at the end of the day. So I'm, I'm, I'm confused from an aspect of like, okay, so, but, but where, why, why, why are you even adding in anything like at all? Um, we hate Josh. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Speaking of people who hate each other, meanwhile, Devin is 100% for the chaos of all this. And he is ready to push his partner off a a metaphoric cliff. I feel like everything from the beginning of this episode has been hinting or foreshadowing to the downfall of Tori. Yep. It was a very Tori-centric episode with with a lot of big T in it. Um, Let's get to the challenge. The challenge itself, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it before, but you know what, you know, BMP, MTV loves to do. They like to kick people off the challenge and then not tell us why. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Natty, Natalie, the strong, uh, arguably the strongest woman in the house is deactivated, mm-hmm. according to TJ's words. She has a personal issue and she is no longer clear to compete in this game. So she has been deactivated. Maggie, as I'm rec- as we're recording this, do you know the reason why she was deactivated? Absolutely not. Do you? I feel like you do. Okay. I do. I 100 percent do. This is why <laughs> come on. Are you, are you this is why I do this show. I does my I live in this world. I live in this world, but not really. But I consume all forms of content media and, and, and everything from this challenge world. So Natalie was pregnant. You know, I and figured they like, found out. <laughs> it's always <laughs> pregnancy, isn't it? I could have guessed this. You should have asked me it's, to guess. It was. <laughs> it was always. It's always pregnancy. They didn't. I mean, I guess they caught it before the like the Melissa whole thing. But even still, I mean, Natalie's still doing some. She had to swim in ice cold water, and she's like, she found out according to everything. She, I think it was in U.S. Us Weekly. Why did I say U.S. Weekly? It's not U.S. Weekly. It's not that important of a publication. It's Us Weekly, um, talking about essentially, oh. I was eight week pre- eight weeks pregnant by the time she got back from everything. She didn't really feel it. She had been doing like snatches and CrossFit and all this other shit and swimming through, you know, all the challenge stuff. Mm-hmm. And she didn't realize it until she took a pregnancy test because she said she missed her period. And but she was like, when I'm on these shows, I always miss my period. I was like, word, all right, cool. Um, 
but yeah, she was deactivated. And unfortunately, uh, she suffered a miscarriage as well. Um, no. So yeah, just shortly after returning from the game, believe it or not, she's not the only one who, I mean, I, I remember hinting this early in the season towards you in terms of things that actually happened, but she wasn't the only one that got pregnant after the show. Right. And it's weird because I'm talking, Liv, yeah. Liv was pregnant <laughs> immediately pregnant. after coming off the show and, and same situation. So I'm, my heart's out to them yeah. and everything that they're going through and everything that they're feeling or if they're feeling anything. I know I listen to a podcast where Natalie seems to be in sort of spirits where she's taking this experience and she's using it. Um, she's not really, you know, holding on to the kind of trauma or everything kind of that's happening because of this. And she's hoping to move forward and hoping to, you know, understand that these things happen and something that was out of her control and she's hoping to push forward with it. So I applaud her. Um, Heart goes out to live as well. They haven't really talked about it on the show or talked about it at all, but I'm sure uh, she's going through her own situation as well. So um, yeah, just shout out to both of them. But Natalie has been deactivated from the show, and we now have a security breach that TJ triggers. There's a lot of terminology with this damn theme of the show, apparently. <laughs> it's a lot of a uh, security breach, mm-hmm. deactivated. I appreciate they're sticking oh with the, the theme, you know? They're trying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. All right. It's very camp, yes, 100%. Um and here comes the cat with nine lives, Ashley Millionaire Mitchell. How did you feel when Ashley came back to the show? I am happy that they brought someone back to the show because I was like, dang, they're losing all the girls just by them being like <laughs> medically discharged. <laughs> so, like that. They, was- listen, there had been once Natalie left, no girls had skulls anymore. <laughs> like it's crazy. So I and I'm happy that it was Ashley as opposed to someone who um wasn't on the season at all, like someone who's just coming in. So then mm. I feel I don't know, I feel like that wouldn't be as if it was fair. like Jenny or something. Yeah. I feel like it wouldn't be as fair. So it's it's nice that they let the person that Natalie eliminated in the first place come back to compete the hustle. Absolutely. Ashley is now back. She is Corey's new partner, which is cool because they were actually partners on a previous season, believe it or not. Um, for for those of you who stretch back to Rivals 3, they were partners on that show. They made it pretty far, and then they got eliminated. Mm. Actually, Ashley was – the Ashley back then and the Ashley now – I don't know. I don't want to say they're two different Ashley, but the Ashley was – they used to call her Smashley because she would get friggin' drunk as shit. Oh. Say a bunch of shit. So the Ashley then and the Ashley now a little bit two different Ashleys. Um, this mission that we're here is called Agent Down. Magic, give me the difficulty of this. <laughs> I have like no upper body strength. There's no way I would be able to hold on to that thing. Um, I think you could if you manage to like evenly time. from. If you could, like, on that little ledge thing, they had that little platform thing. Well, they didn't, like, send them. They didn't immediately cut out the entire floor beneath them and told them, hang on for your fucking life. 